Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. On the Behind the Mask podcast, we have some of the greatest athletes to ever play the game and some of your well-known celebrities. We are discussing a wide range of topics, including fatherhood, relationships, business ventures, social issues, and untold stories. On the Behind the Mask podcast, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Let's go behind the mask. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's up? Man, not much, man. How you guys doing? Chilling, 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 man. And let the people know, this is not the quarantine edition. You always got the beard and the mustache. Yeah, and man. This, hey, this is hey, this is me right here, man. I think this is my old afterlife right here. <laughs> <laughs> my lo- my Logan. <laughs> you looking like Logan there, bro. Looking like, oh, man. Looking like, you, like you probably hit a couple of jungles and woods and, and <laughs> naked doing yoga and everything. Hey, you know, hey, you know, hey, you know, I have, I have back in, I have back in the day, I haven't got that extreme uh, in my older times, but I might at some point. <laughs> but yeah, man, man. We, we appreciate the time, bro. We just want to, like, this is not your quarantine look because this mm. is your look all the time, which right, is right. trademark, by the way. <laughs> but we're gonna do a quarantine pull up on you, man. So okay. how you going through these times, bro? Like, what you doing to pass time away? Man, I'm doing well, man. I mean, honestly, Spike Dog, outside of it being, you know, the virus and people being sick and getting sick, this is actually like my, this has been my last like few years. So I feel like everything's just as as normal as for me. So uh, it's going well, though. I'm enjoying it. You chilling, man. I see you getting on that grill out there, man. Next time you come to the A, you're going to have to chef it up, <laughs> Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna have to. I mean, Spike Dog got the he got the best grill. He got the green there. I don't have that one. I tried to use a try to use a smoker, man, but I don't think I'm really good at the smokers. I, I tried to smoke some meat the other day and what? well a little while back, and it didn't turn out good at all, man. I, I thought it was going I thought it was gonna be bomb. I, I tried to do it all day long and um, it didn't work, man. I've been into that meat and it tastes like jerky. I mean, it was tough, <laughs> like jerky, and I had. And I, had, and I had it going all day long, too, man. That's what's crazy. <laughs> hey, man, how you, gonna, how you gonna let a cat from New York come down south and get smoke and learn how to smoke better than you, man? That ain't right. Man, I, I don't know. You know, I've never really been a big griller. That, that was more my daddy. I just know how to cook on the stove, so I'm pretty good at that. And um, I just learned probably, what, 2000, maybe 2011, 12, 13, 14. That was the first time I actually just grilled that much, so... Uh, but no, I, I'd rather cook on the stove, man. Listen, man, we we know you you are native, straight out of the good state of Tennessee. We think mm-hmm. about Nike Top, Brewston, Tennessee. Okay. You and Two Time have something in common. Both of y'all went to Ole Miss. Nice. And so, like, you grew up not too far right from Tennessee, man. So I always wanted to ask you this question. How in the hell Tennessee let you go and you decided to go to Ole Miss, Oxford? Yo, chill, dog. Hold on. <laughs> I see that, man. I see that. Like, like Auburn just probably a little bit better, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, man, you know, it was a crazy, I mean, it was a crazy story behind that. And really, um, ever since I was young, you know, I, I Tennessee was growing up in Tennessee, that, that orange and white. 
um, that was that was the thing to do. It was almost like guaranteed wanting to be a cowboy, you know, seeing those colors. Because I only had three channels growing up, 7, 11, and 16. And only teams I was on TV was <laughs> Tennessee Balls and uh, Cowboys. So, and Ohio State every now and then. But, yeah, um, I wanted to go to Tennessee. And when the time came, I really, uh, I really tried to show them I was really interested. I would go up there on unofficial visits. I mean, not after the game, me and my guardian dad, we would drive up there. I mean, it would be five hours. Uh, it would take us to get up there. And we get up there, man, we sitting in there and they, everybody else come in, the big recruits, and they get in love. And, you know, the first time I was kind of like, you know, okay, you know, cool. You know, maybe if I just keep on playing hard enough during the season, like they have, when I come the next time, they, they would have heard about it and they will show some love. But after the third or fourth time, I mean, making a five-hour drive, I finally was just like, okay, something ain't working, man. I got to. But they always say, if you want to know something, you better ask, boy. And so <laughs> I went up to the coach and I said, coach, um, you know, I understand you guys are coming in on, on official visits, but I've been coming up here on unofficial visits, like using our own dime. And y'all ain't said nothing to me, had you no know, show, no kind of love. Like, just want to know what's up, you know? And uh, man, sometimes, you know, you just, it's, you go, I ask and you go, you get the real. And um, it was Coach Barry, the offensive line coach. Mind you now, he had came one time before. I don't know if he was just passing through my little small town. But he came to my school, and I, I thought, like, man, you know, that's, that's big time. They must be interested, really interested. He stopped by the school, and now, I mean, I, after hindsight, I know what it's all about. But anyways, he says, um, you know, uh, we were recruiting two other guys, uh, Daniel, Daniel Brooks, um, rest his soul, um, R.P. Daniel Brooks. Uh, it was recruiting him and Ernie Sims uh, out of Florida. And they say, no, we pretty much don't, you know, we, we're not really interested. And besides, we don't know if you're going to make your ACT score. And I just remember, and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm really trying. I said, I don't know what it is about that, big, about that, about that test. That test is hard, man. <laughs> I mean, I went to class. I would do my schoolwork and stuff, but I don't know what it was about trying to take that big old test. But, I mean, but anyway, he told me, he said, uh, long story short, we don't know if we – pretty much not interesting. You know, I ain't gonna lie, it, it hurt. It hurt, but it was probably the realest thing that I needed to hear because I remember, you know, riding, riding on the way back home, I had tears coming out of my eyes and it wasn't tears like I was sad, like I didn't feel like I was not anything. It was more so because I just knew how much I was willing to get at school if you just give me an opportunity, give me a chance. Like, I'll show you what I'm about. And when you tell me that, you know, you're pretty much not interested and you don't know if I'm gonna make my scores and all that stuff, I just like, all right, well, now, you know, I, whew, what's next? You know, so long story short, um, my my guardian dad, he said, um, he said, you know, why don't you wipe up those tears and why don't you go play against a school um, that plays against them and show them what they missed. And right there and there, the green light came on. I was like, that's what I do. But I didn't, I didn't really know, you know, I wasn't really uh, knowledgeable at that time per se. Like, really know what schools really played against. I knew Memphis that played against them one time. That was Conference USA and, they would get their head beat in. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I would say, uh, I, I don't know about that, but I, was, I, I wasn't getting recruited uh, really big. So, you know, I didn't have a lot of options. And then, man, out of nowhere, Ole Miss pops up. And um, that was, you know, to, the, to this day, I still say one of the best decisions that, uh, that I made um, was going, you know, them telling me that and me going to Ole Miss. Sure, man. I actually feel the same way. Um, Obviously, I came from New York and went all the way down to Ole Miss. But for me, the thing I loved about the school and, and the people down there was the, was the love that they actually showed. What, man? 
<laughs> that's a long way. That's a long way to come to New York. Anytime I say, Miss, anytime I say something about New York or Ole Miss, funny look. Like he got something to say, man. No, I know. He come up out of he come up out of like like this. Like I mean, that, I, I I I can see him coming out of Sandersville and going to Georgia before I can see you coming away from New York and going to Ole Miss. <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you the best thing about Sandersville, Georgia. What's that? Mama Spice live out there. That's the best thing. Yeah, 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 and, and that, that, and that, yeah. And that pond, and that pond that yeah, I still get to catch a fish out of. Right? That's right. That, this is the same <laughs> dude who caught a fish that weighed less than a half a pound and was afraid <laughs> to take it off the hook. And what my mama told you. Hold on, hold on. Before we even get to that, I caught five fish. I caught the most fish that day. Uh, it's no, I caught the fish. It's no need for me to touch the fish once I catch it. Oh, come I on, man. Oh, Spike, dog. No. Hey, they make said, them different up that way, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, his mom, his mom looked at me and said, you ain't baked the fish? I said, no. I said, you ain't, you ain't touched the fish? I said, no, mama, I caught it, though. She said, you ain't no man. <laughs> Yo, hey, hey, I can hear my mom Spike saying that straight, straight like that, too. Oh, man. But no, man. Like, Ole Miss was dope for me. Obviously, um, I had to go through Mississippi to get to the NFL. That's that's my mm -hmm. story. But what was it about Ole Miss that um that you like? What were some of the best things that you liked about going out of Ole Miss? Man, what I really enjoyed about Ole Miss was just uh, my experience there was, um, I mean, it was one to remember. And I still say this to this day, if I had to do it all over again, um, even knowing what I know now, uh, even even if I could go to the, the, the schools that was supposedly bigger than Ole Miss, I would have went back to Ole Miss again. I mean, that's how much I enjoyed it. I mean, from my teammates, um, even though I went through a bunch of coaching changes, um, I enjoyed the coaches there, um, just the town, um, the people. I mean, you there handling business, and, you know, they embraced me um, uh, with love, and um, I, I feel like I earned it, and it was mutual. So it was a lot of fun, and um, I really enjoyed it. And outside of that, man, it was really um, – the fact that they came in and told me what they told me when I was going through the recruiting process and um, where I really wanted to go, didn't want me. And they came in and said, well, you know what? We don't care, you know, how many times, we don't care how long it takes you to get the ACT. And if you don't make to get the ACT, then we will, you know, we, you can go to a junior school and we'll be there for you when you get out. And um, just showing that kind of commitment to me uh, meant a lot. And, but I was determined, I was determined to, make that uh, score. And so I had to take the ACT five times and do the composite, put the composite together. And that's why I tell people sometimes when they, you know, you hear people to ask you questions. I feel like sometimes they just want to ask you questions just so you talk. And I'm like, listen, you ain't asking me because you're serious. I really don't feel like talking. Like, I just, like, I know if you're serious or not. And for me, you know, I knew how serious I was. That's why when I was like, if I had to take this thing five times and uh, pass each one, focus on each one and then pass each one and put it together, and that's what I was willing to do. And right at that time, the grading scale, if you had a good GPA in school, um, then your ACT could be, I think it was right at a 17, it was. And I was able to do that because, like I said, I mean, I went to school. Um, I did my work and whatnot. I just had a hard time taking a big old test, man. But uh, lo and behold, I got it done. I was able to get the scholarship to go to Ole Miss and even went to even went to Ole Miss early uh, went in, the, what, in the summertime, it was. Okay. So and bold yeah, out. <laughs> bold out. Oh. Hey man, I was on a mission, man. I was on a mission. I, that, that wasn't the end all be all for me. So that was just one one more step um to get me to where I was trying to get to. So bro, like you bowled out undoubtedly 
greatest linebacker that ever came through Ole Miss. Right. Right. Man, I appreciate it. And you're very humble about it. So I'll toot the horn over here, you know what I mean? Because it's well-deserved future Hall of Fame. appreciate that, Spike. But uh, fast forward, first-round pick of the 49ers. You mm-hmm. came in up under the regime of Mike Nolan. Mm-hmm. Mike Singletary was a deep – well, he was a defensive coach. But before we even get into the 49ers, <laughs> which a lot of fans are on now, like what was that draft process for you? Though? What was the process – and understanding just going through it and how what was the anticipation as far as waiting yeah. for what to happen you know really man it was just the experience itself um you know i couldn't have sat before then and try to think it all out it was more so for me i was just like every day is a new day one day step uh, one day closer to hopefully um it all happening and and for me like i had seen it ever since i was young you know i was talking about I didn't, most people say, you know, I, I wake up, you know, I, I had this big dream. And so I wake up and I'm trying to do this dream. And I'm trying to fulfill this dream. Football for me wasn't necessarily a dream. It was a vision. Like I saw it and I was like, man, I love playing sports. I enjoy playing ball. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to do that. Like I'm going to do that. It's like I saw myself doing it. I, I wasn't dreaming it. I was looking at myself doing it. So when I saw that, I was like, man, if I could see myself doing that, like, that mean, I just got to put in the work. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm, I'm going to do it. And my day always said, if you want something, you got to work for it. And um, and I was willing to do that, man. I was willing to just, I mean, give it all that I had. And um, and years later, <laughs> here we are, man. So that process was, it was unbelievable itself when I think back on it, just the dedication, just all of the, um, uh, the training, the, the 90-10, they call it. And then you saying, well, it might be 90-10, but I'm going to go 95 five or I'm gonna go 100 100 you know like just making sure you do everything that you need to do to um you know to give yourself that chance so that led to a story eight-year career um first round pick did you one did you know you were going to be a first round pick did you really I mean did you feel that and then also what will you tell the new guys that are coming to the league about that process yeah man I mean that first round pick was really interesting because you know unless you went to a big school and had, you know, um, a lot of hype behind you or just, I don't necessarily want to say a lot of hype, but unless you went to them big schools and won a lot, you know, you didn't really get a whole lot of love. I remember hearing all the, all the knock and, 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 and per, per, I mean, perhaps so. Um, I, I'm the first to admit it. I think I got better each year as I continue to play ball. Cause I wasn't, I ain't nowhere near, I was nowhere near what, what I had became early on when I, when you see some guy, they just got it like, off the bat, me, I had to work constantly. Like, I was long, lanky, I had to get some muscles. Like, you know, I had to learn how to be low. I mean, I had to I had to learn how to master the, I don't want to say master position, but I had to learn how to to play it because I was an athlete. You just put me anywhere and I'll make it happen, but to really truly um, become it, you had to really, like, you know, um, buy all in. And so that, um, that I did, but then just really what I would say is um, – Man, don't listen to all the scribes and and pundits, as Harbaugh would say. You know, you gotta really truly believe and know um, that you are destined to 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 go there, and you're destined to be at that next level. And for me, um, she like I said, I, I it, ever since I was young, I knew. I said, man, I'm I'm going there, even if it take everything out of me. Like I'm <laughs> I'm gonna get there, and it and it did. But um, so when I got there, it wasn't a matter of me being like. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. I'm like, man, what the, I put in all that work all the years. Like, something better pay off. Like, 
<laughs> some results, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it has to. That that's just the way I am. I believe you put in the work, you put in the time, and you really about it. You dedicate. I mean, that I I slept it. Like I ate it. I, I breathed it. Like I mean, shit. I mean, you know, language, but man, I mean, I can't say it no more than that. Like it, it was really. I was serious about this. Not not half half about it, but I was serious. And so when they told me that, um, I think when they, they were doing that process, uh, two times and take care of, they said, um, yeah, he's going to be like the fourth middle linebacker taken and, you know, outside linebackers go first. And I mean, I was hearing all, I mean, I heard it all right. I heard it all, but I was like, man, they, they must not know. Like <laughs> they don't know what, <laughs> they must not know. They don't know what Simeon said. And man, they put me so far behind. I said, if we can, if I can run and we can work, like, man, you might be bigger than me, you might be fast, you might have went to the other schools, but you know, you're not going to outwork me. They, I'm going to make it hard for them to be like, you know what, we we, we might pass on this guy. And, and don't get me wrong, I, that's that's speaking with respect out of the other guys doing their thing and and grinding their self. But, I mean, I was just, again, I was determined, man. And when I was the first linebacker taken, I remember telling myself, I was like, and they don't know I'm gonna be the first linebacker taken. I I told myself that I was said I didn't have to go and tell the world. I didn't have to go and talk about it, boast about it. I told myself that. So that was something that me and myself had. And so every day I had to give myself that, or else if I didn't, I I mean, who would I be hurting? I mean, it only be myself. So yeah, so that process was interesting. I would say don't don't listen to where they say you might go, where you guarantee to go. I mean, even if you do go there, you still got work to do, man. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and obviously, you know, before we even get into, like, the visionary part, because you did a whole lot, man. Shout out to some of the Niners faithfuls who are out there watching Niners, NW, Niner Nation. They giving a whole lot of shout out, man. Hey, so, hey, hey, hey. Forever faithful, man. Forever faithful. I, there's love there. <laughs> they want they want you and, and Spice to come back, man. You got oh, to the tank, man. <laughs> man. You know how long it's taking me to get my body back to this point? <laughs> I wouldn't know if I had I, – I, I wouldn't have it in me, man, to go back out there and, and do it all over again. I, I respect the game too much to um, go back out there just to be half half doing it or just to be out there just for the sake of being out there. Like, I, I truly enjoy um, – don't want to jump too far here, but I truly enjoyed the ride and, and the time for what it was. And also I, But I also knew there was always – I mean, I always knew there was going to be life afterwards. I didn't know exactly when it would come or how it would come, but I knew it was going to be a time that it would end and something else would come, whatever that whatever that was to be. For me, it was just riding to the riding off into the sunset. <laughs> well, before you read, before you rode off into the sunset, mm. we need to have a time of reflection. So, with this reflection time right here, can you recall that first moment? To where you either you made a play or you talked about you being a visionary as far as like I have to see it in the end. After that, I'm going to go get it. Do you mm -hmm. recall that first moment to where you had that big play or whatever happened and you said, you know what, I belong in this league? Yeah, uh, now I think for me it was it wasn't even necessarily a, a a play. If I was going by play, I mean I would probably would have just counted myself out. Right away, because my very first play was a toss, and I never forget they it was training camp. <clears throat> my first training camp, uh, they done a toss. I mean, that was the second team or night. They done a toss to Frank, but they done a toss G pool. And I, I wasn't really used to seeing toss G pools or a toss G, toss G or a toss tap. What was that? I think he was a guard, so toss G. 
And man, he came around there and I thought, man, I see this big dude, he big. I ain't never seen him move like that. I mean, I see him on TV, but I'm thinking I'm, I'm young, I'm fast. Like, oh, you know, put a move on him. Man, I went to try to do all that. And next, you know, I felt my body just, I felt as if somebody like, I felt like myself, I felt like I left my body. I, I don't think I know, I was flying back like this. Right? I thought I put a move on him and done something. And I thought I didn't mess around and hit Frank or just, that's how it just all felt weird or whatnot. And I remember all I heard was, I felt myself going, like this, really, like holy shit! Like this, and I heard all, all that. As I as I was doing this, I heard somebody say, "How you, how you signing too hard?" I'm like, "What is going on right now?" I feel like a tornado. Like everything it just hit all at one time on my very first play. That wasn't supposed to happen. Like that. you know, I'm first round pick. I'm supposed to you know at least have a big pick or you know make the play. Man, that that didn't happen for me. And all that I heard was uh, coaching going off, and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, what in the world? have I got myself into like what is like what is this like I got work to do and it was it was that it was all all this happened the same day now we turn now we at night meetings and I'm frustrated with the day how the day done went oh I even I even a special team that same day man this is the truth so that same day come off the special team I guess the walk it's kind of like a walk through like jog through I, I really know what all jog through walk through type of stuff was because well, man coach oh it was always grind, like going, going. Like ain't no your walkthrough felt like you was like already in practice. So first play, I take off, come through, block the point. I didn't hit Andy Lee Thone. They like, hey Rocky, what are you doing? I was like, oh man, man, like God, they gonna send me home, right? I didn't got out here. They gonna send me home, man. So I didn't, I didn't did that, and I, so I'm all frustrated. Um, all frustrated with how the day had went, and now I'm in night meetings and coach secretary. He, you know, he comes in the room and he asks a question. And this is before I had uh, a greater understanding of, you know, certain when they ask questions, they ain't necessarily like on a literal term. It could mean something else or not. And he asked, and I felt like it was just, he says, how's everybody feeling? Like, how, how I mean, how was practice? Everybody get everything's going on? Like, and I'm sitting there like, no, 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 uh, uh-uh. y'all yelled at me. I didn't got cussed out. Like, I don't know why y'all even draft me, man. Y'all put me in the middle. I thought y'all, y'all thought y'all need me to make Hold plays. On, you, up and you said all of this when when Singletary he asked a rhetorical question, and you yeah, took, there you, you go. You got him. You said what? Yeah, well, this is that was first, this is all that's going through my head in a matter of like seconds when he asked me. I'm like, I'm already got so much on me that when he asked, it, I'm thinking like, yeah, I do. Like, I got something to say. Oh, I'm like, I got this, this, this. So. <laughs> Right at that time, right at that time, man, Coach uh, Minuski, Greg Minuski walked in. Big shout out to Greg because Greg said, stop drifting, Pat. So anyways, um, Greg walks in. He's a defensive coordinator. He was like, uh, as soon as he walked in, I said, Coach Singleton, I got, I got a question. I said, why'd y'all draft me? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said, why'd y'all draft me? And as soon as I said, why y'all draft me, I felt somebody, I felt something hit my, hit my uh, desk, like somebody kicking my desk, but I thought he meant like, Okay, okay, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead, like add me on, like go ahead. And I was like, why y'all draft me? Why y'all draft me and put me in the middle? I thought y'all drafted me because y'all need somebody to make plays. I was like, I don't know anybody making plays in the middle like that. I said, and besides, this is a three-four. This is again, my knowledge of, of defenses wasn't, you know, wasn't what it had gotten to. I'm like three-four, and that's for the outside backers. They didn't want to make all the plays. They didn't want to go to the Pro Bowl. Like y'all draft me, put me in the middle. I don't know what I don't know what Coach Singletary talking about this shuffle stuff or not. I'm used to playing a four three where you back step one way, you know, you mirror the step when you go downhill and all that. Like, so I'm just I asked that coach and Manushka says, um, 
He said, I, I don't, I don't know, Pat. He's like, just freaking play ball like that. And I was like, okay, well, by that time, Coach Singletary rubbing his eyes. I thought he was like, okay, you got a point. Like, we didn't bring him in on the visit. Um, they, I didn't see uh, the backstory that they never brought me on a visit. So I never knew what they needed. I never, I, mean, I didn't like San Fran growing up. I was a Cowboys fan growing up. So it ain't like I paid attention to him or I knew in the draft who needed this and who needed what. I just said, man, wherever I go, like, I'm just going to make it a home and give it my best shot. So I still had these un. Unque- I still had these answers that were unquestioned. I mean, uh, the question that was unanswered. And um, long story short, man, um, Coach Singletary kicked kick me out of He told me to go out of the room. Uh, I'm out there in the hallway. Other guys start walking by because the meeting's over with. I'm thinking they're looking at me like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm thinking they're looking at me like, uh, man, Rook, you going to be that guy? You already here? You already skipping meetings? You in the hallway? Ain't going back? And I'm like, no. I mean, they walking past. I feel, I feel so small, man. I got kicked out of me. All this in one day. Like, this is my first day. <laughs> first day and night. And and so I tell you, sometimes you got to go through it in order to what people see to be, you know, oh, it must have been easy. Like, you just, no, oh, I had to go. I had to, I had to get my mind right real fast and whatnot. And so he called me back in there. And um, I just never forget the conversation that we had. And without going further and further on, um, I just remember leaving there. Again, I, I've always kind of been that person when I when I have tears, it's not sad and more so like tears of just mm, I don't know, like they watered in my field. Like I know it's time to it's time to grow. You know, you're in that place where something's stopping you and it's like you gotta get through it. And so I went to the went to my dorm room. I was a, I was lucky I was in first meant to be in the first round of draft. I, I was they gave me my own room. So and I got to go there and had a roommate in there and they were like, Man, what you talking about? Why are you over there pouting, you know, and I remember I just got on my knees and I said, um, man, I just been having this conversation and I said, I don't care what it takes. Um, but when it's all said and done, I just want to be one of the best, like not the best, because that's always going to be opinions on who we think is the best. I just want to be one of the best to put on the jersey and strap up the cleats or whatnot. And um, and so, Spider, that, that was probably, you know, uh, that day was really when I realized, like, man, why are you tripping, like, you put in all that work, you're supposed to be here. You know you're supposed to be here. It ain't going to be easy. And if it was easy, everybody uh, would be doing it. And so from that day on, never forget, I woke up the next day and practice was different. I mean, been underneath that tarp. You know how that tarp was. You got that your second year. But as a rookie, I mean, that, that, that next day, I was hitting his arm almost as if, like, my mindset was just, it was something different. Like, I knew it and I never looked back. Man, I never looked back. And so... That, along with some other plays and things that that kind of went on and whatnot, like, it was just affirmation that, man, stop tripping. You here. Like, you here. And if you weren't supposed to be here, then you wouldn't be here. You'd be somewhere else. So let's, Let me ask you this. What do you remember about playing against Gronkowski? Who were some of the best tight ends and running backs you faced while you were playing in the NFL? Yeah. Um, wow, I tell you, he hit me with a lot at one time, didn't he? <laughs> we can take one at one time. What do you remember about playing against No, no. Um... Which one you want? Which one you want to tackle first? What do you remember about playing against Gronk? Uh, you know Gronk. I mean, I, I think when we played against them, I, I don't know. If it, it was 2012. Um, we went up there and played them, and I'm not sure if he maybe he was. I think he might have been injured or or something. It was. Um, it was that year that we went to the Super Bowl, but we went up there, and um, just I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I think he might have been injured, so I really don't have a story on him. I mean, I had great respect for watching him play and just his um, ability to do what he was able to do. Um, it was tremendous, but I was about to say, man, Tony Gonzalez. Uh, I, <laughs> Tony Gonzalez, 
how he, it was the well, NFC 2020 NFC Championship game at, at Atlanta. And you know me, I, my my feet and turf don't get along. Didn't get along. Didn't get along. And man, he had a way about how he just was able at that at the age he was. He he began to you know when he was young he could just you know run and catch it out body. But then he started really understanding like how to position the body and stick it and wind it. And me coming out of those breaks, I mean he was just giving me the time of my life. Man, I never getting the ball. I said, "Pp, want me to get him?" I was like, "No, uh, I got him. Man. I, I'm gonna do this." Like I was like, "No, I got this." Like and so. That was that was a great battle. Always it was a battle going against uh, him a couple of times I did, and then um, he was Jimmy Graham. He was probably he's probably the the one that we had to play. We I thought like we played New Orleans like every year. They were not division, but I feel like we were playing them every year. And he was just I mean tremendous. And never forget, it might have been that same or was it the same year? Man, 2012 was just a, a year to remember, boy. Or was it 2011? Anyways, when we played them there, and they caught that we were we were in the cover two. They ran him down the scene. I always told Dante, I said, listen, man, I can run with him a little bit now, but I know I'm going to get – they're going to have to throw the ball over the top of my head because, you know, obviously cover two, I'm underneath. I like, give him to throw it over the top and your safety, hoping they're going to be there, either pick it or get it, get hit. And somehow, man, he was able to throw that ball and Breeze put it on the money. Um, Dante, we didn't get it done, man. And, and so he, him um, – and he's probably about to – I mean, I'm sure there's some other ones, um, but those two – uh, for sure, uh, Witten, um, tremendous. And honestly, I just tried to be. I, I saw Spike Dog do what he was able to do on the tight ends. I always told myself when my time came to be the dime or whatnot, um, uh, that backer that covered the tight ends, like as Spike Dog was for me as I was for when Navarro and I played. I just remember saying to myself, I'm like, man, Spike Dogs can do it and shut them down. I said, I know I can do it, man. One, I'm a little younger. Uh, two, or not, I, said, I think I might be more, a little bit more athletic because I know if we got a basketball court. Like I think I get him to work from the basketball court. So, but he, but I think what 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 made a big difference is uh, in Spike Dollars to you. Like I always admire like just your knowledge for the game and how you just understood down the distance and just your IQ of it. And that was one of the things that I probably say though, um, though I had I I had began to understand the game and learn it um, in a little bit different ways. You know, as you get over, get up in those years, like the the, the athleticism kind of starts to die down a little bit. You started having to really use that mental side of it. And for me, I kind of wanted to leave where it was kind of equally distribute, like equally there opposed to getting to where, you know, now it's just me trying to use my main. Cause I was already doing that already with the way my feet where I already had to think five steps ahead. So I tell you, I, I burnt so much energy just having to worry about that. But um, yeah, so tight ends, those and then running backs. Shucks, man. Steven Jackson would, would be probably biased because he's the one that came in, came into the NFC West with having to tackle that big rascal, man. He was shifty and had a stiff arm like no other. And he would have you almost probably have you eating dirt. He, he, he was careful. <laughs> yeah, he, he caught me with one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he caught me <laughs> with one. They ran, they ran an off-tackle play, man. You thought you were get through that. He already tall. He just, you know, he ran kind of like, but it was like, Light on his feet, but that stiff arm, man. Like I saw, he hit me with it. Uh, I seen, I seen him hit a couple people with that stiff arm, and then obviously, uh, you know, Adrian. Uh, just a couple of times we played against each other. And my mindset with him was like, man, we gotta get him before he gets started. Like, don't let him, please don't let him get started, y'all. Like, and and I, and I love that defense. I mean, Spider, you know, I, I what our defensive front was all about was stopping that run first and understanding how to stop that run was making sure that the gaps were condensed. 
we was stacked in there and it wasn't no making up holes like this and running sideways. So uh, just playing him, Marshawn, obviously. Yeah, that's what so. I wanted to ask you. Like, because you're going into the running backs, and that's one of the questions a lot of people ask me all the time. Like, who was one of the toughest running backs you went up against or one mm-hmm. of your greatest memories of, like, one of the toughest ones? Mm-hmm. Who, who was one uh, of those? Uh, it, yeah, it will probably be uh, – man, I mean, I, and I want to get some some scat ones. I want to get some – I call it scat backs, like doing Reggie Bush type of backs. And, and, and that was – you know, that was challenging and fun. But I'll probably say Marshawn, man. Like, he, his his physics, his physic, physicality, one, and then just his makeup. One, he he low and he bow-legged. And when he running, he – like, he wobbling, but he be but he powerful with it. And um, I never forget just thinking myself when you're playing against the boy, they already had that, that, what do you call that zone cut type of team where, you know, they come out and they get you running sideways and they cut you and all he needs is a couple of steps and, and he, you know, yeah. he's putting his moves on it. One man ain't about to really just tackle him like that. Like, I don't care how bad you think you is. <laughs> One man ain't really just going to break him down. But, but you can, and I've seen the world do it, which was pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, uh, that Marshawn, man, that sucker, whew. <laughs> he was something else, man. Yeah, he he was something else. I, I never forget that we I broke my hand. Uh I broke my hand in the game against Seattle, messing with P Town. I broke my hand or whatnot. And and I I remember I remember thinking to myself, I was like, man, I know I didn't broke I didn't have them broke a couple bones uh, up to that point. So I knew my body started shutting down the way it was. I was like, man, 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 I done broke a bone again or <laughs> whatnot. And so they they threw the ball. We had this coverage where, despite that, you know what it is. And when you when you the uh, the outside, what would you say? You got outside. Um, you got the flats. You got the flats, but they run in cover four. So you just, so you got to get some depth or whatnot. But yet they run in two. They run in. They got double uh, two by two. They got the running back at home. And they swing them just just yeah. swing them around. And you way back there, and they toss it to them. And it's just. You and them out there in open field. Man, I, they done it. They done it to Marshawn. And I said to myself, I was like, I gotta get that before he turned around. Like, and I, t- I, I swear to God, yo, I came out of my break. <laughs> I, I shut it, and I knew I couldn't tackle him. I knew I couldn't rap because my hand was broke. So I knew I couldn't rap. But I said, if I can hit him hard enough to to jolt him back, maybe I can like hit him with that kind of force and 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 knock him down. Yeah, I didn't work out. I, <laughs> hey, I came up out of it, and I swear, as soon as he, I mean, he got the ball, and so it was that, it was that oh shit moment, you know what I mean? It was that oh shit moment when he got the ball, and he turned around. It was almost like he got it perfectly. It was almost like, man, why couldn't it have just went down a little bit lower? Because this game was about no inches, inches, or in seconds. If that ball went a little lower, went this way, that way, like boom, it would have worked. But he caught the ball, and he was square, and he saw me right at that, moment. but right at that moment, they saw me. He he would just squared up and was like he was already in his running back position ready to go through a hole and I just went boom and I hit him and he just like he just shook it off. It's almost like you walk you finna fight somebody and you walk up and you punch him with all your might and they just go Look at you. And, yeah and shake it off like I said shit man I was like mm. I said Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I said yeah I said yeah mm-hmm he, he he real deal, man. He got something, man. And I'm not saying I'm just one that can go take anybody out, but I mean I pride myself on being able to bring that sledgehammer when the time comes and and I mean he 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 I mean he he shook it off like and got a couple more yards. And I ain't like that, but I was I get credit where it's due, man. So 
Yeah, big up beast mode. We all train together too. So, so, so I knew these guys. Like we all train together. API. That's what another thing a lot of people don't realize. I thought we was all like the X Men at API. I swear, I mean, you had all those first round draft picks out there working out, running speeds and, and stuff that was just ridiculous or whatnot. Training, and I just remember looking around and seeing Adrian, seeing uh, Marshawn, seeing Jamarcus, seeing Debo, seeing uh, Paul Pelusny. I mean, we were all out there, man. So imagine like. Every day I got to, I, we grinded or whatnot. So that was another reason too why I knew I was like, man, we've been working together for what um, January, February, getting ready for you know the combine, and then I went back and worked some more. So I just knew I said, man, we've been working like this, and these are supposed to be the best guys from these from these respective schools. I was like, yeah, I said, I, I I'm here, I'm here, and I just gotta make sure that when the time comes that we meet. Like I can, I can do what I need to do. <laughs> For sure. You yeah. mentioned you had a club on your hand. I think Spice, you had one too, right? Yeah, we had. <laughs> Y'all broke the same time. Right? Yeah. Same, 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 same game. Same game. Same game. Yeah, same game. I broke mine. I broke mine first, and then I, I, and I hated that. Cause I was like, damn, going, man. Like, you no know, injuries suck, man. Like, I'm t- that's 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 the thing that hurts. What a lot of people don't realize the most was when you get injured, it's having to come back through the rehab, just to get back to where you were, then to get better than, than you were. I mean, that takes a that takes a lot of work itself. But, yeah, I broke my hand the first, first, and then not, not, even, not even a series later, Spike Dog came and was like, I think I broke my hand. I was like, no, <laughs> no way. He broke the other hand. and But I still say, man, what we give to this game, uh, I mean, it was tremendous because we went and had surgery, went and had surgery, and then turned around and played that Thursday night game. And, and – Trying to get to the playoffs and, and got and got handed to us. Right now, you remember, remember Coach Sanders talking about what Coach Sanders said about San Diego before we went down there? Not before, not before that week, but during training camp when you're talking about we go down. <laughs> Hold on, man. <laughs> you tell me. Hey, hey, remember, hey! Remember, remember, remember? He said when we was in training camp. We was in training camp. And he said, he said we go down to San Diego. And Coach Sanders, forget that. I love you, man. Remember, he said we doing training camp. He said, yeah, we go down to San Diego. That team down south. We go down there, we'll kick their tails. We'll kick their tails like this. And so I'm thinking like, okay, he said it during training camp. So now here we are. It's a short week. We break our hand on a Monday. I mean, break our hand on Sunday. Had surgery on Monday. Back with screws up in, our, up in our stuff, up underneath those up underneath those wraps. And we out there just getting, I can't speak for anyone else, but I ain't, I wouldn't, I would try. But I didn't know if I was really all the way into it. Like I thought I should have been. We were just getting, man, we, we got, Worked, and the only thing was in my mind the whole time was, "Coach, I thought you said <laughs> that we could come down here and just whoop this team." <laughs> and, we went, and we went down there and got whooped. <laughs> got handed no, to man. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was that was a crazy game. We both broke our hand in the same game, then played that same week. Hey, y'all gel so well on the field together. What do you what do you say to that? You were spiked, man. Truly, um, big big ups to Spike Dog. Um, on that, I, I never forget not knowing what it was like. Cause I, you know, I came in. It was me and Derek Smith uh, at first with the Forty Nineers, and that was my first year. Him and I played together, and I was just still, man, just trying to understand what it was like just to be in the NFL, what it's like to be uh, a pro player. Um, I was still trying to figure it out, and here I am now, after the rookie season. Uh, I had, I mean, though we didn't win, now we had a losing season um, individually. Uh, you know, I was recognized for some things, and that's and that's cool, but it's not the same unless your team is winning. But I also knew that, you know, hey, I still got to get better. And 
when they when when I realized that we was looking for a new linebacker and stuff, I wasn't sure. I mean, I remember they had Trotter, Jeremiah Trotter. They was looking at, um, I forget who else they was looking at, and how they picked Spike Dog. It was, it was I'm sure I'm still to the day not 100 uh, percent sure, but I'm glad they did because he, man, you were um, a pro in all levels, like from the, from holding me accountable to to just really um, really no ego, man. It was almost like he. It's almost like I, I would say as I had began to learn, like you just knew your role, uh, knew um, I don't want to say like knew your role isn't like you can't be a good player in, in it. But he would just man, you would just I'm talking like you're not in there, but you were just um, a big bro to me, but a, a, a professional. I never forget. He would be like, P, all right, make sure you watch da 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 tonight. But, not, you know, and I didn't really know how to watch. I just watch film just to see if I could tell stuff. But he would give me certain things that I didn't even know about and then just knowledge of the game. Um, and just how to be a pro, it really put me in a place to where I could really just focus and not have to try to be, be, um, what do you say, try to make myself a leader or because I had been voted captain, I was able to just really just be myself and learn. And um, I was grateful to have a Sprite Dog. And it really helped me because when that time came from Navarro and I, I felt like, man, I had this same kind of, you know, love, same kind of, no ego was about, hey, what can we do as a team to be, great together and um yeah and then, so if it went for spike though i don't know if i'd have been able to handle if i'd been able to see it saw it in the way then which when it came my turn to be that way handling way in which i did so um that and then man just we country boys too man like i i know <laughs> something i i know i know they had to do something cause we we laugh man we, spider you know how much we laugh man I, we we laugh so much every day about something about growing up in the growing up in the south and and dealing with like whether it was my daddy, you like, Cat, what did dad say about this? I'm like, man, my day was just my day was just raw with it. I don't know if because he's a national guard or if we just straight. I don't know, man, but I was just uh, it was love. It was love. So I don't know, Spike Dog, what you think it was, man? Hey, Brad, it was it was that good old country living, you know what I mean? Because we had <laughs> before we even like stepped on the field and never knew. Yeah, you know, yeah. About how you grew up and that we were compared how I grew up, and I was like. Damn, man! I'm like, <laughs> brother, brother, for real, though. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt but, it, man. I, I, I felt it, cause I, I, and and not only that, because I, and I think it's part though to this day, and I've and I've had a um a lot of teammates, uh, tremendous teammates that I, you know, much love and respect to. But you were probably one of the few that I, that I actually say like, you know, me and all season, so I don't really have to go do a whole lot and go be all over the place. But it was hanging out with you the few times I actually went out of the country and. I mean, because after that, after, after you left or not, there's been a few times, you know, you have a couple people, hey, man, you want to go do this? And I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, man, you might mess around. We might mess around and get over there and might not be able to get back. We get over there, don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> no, I done, I, I done been with somebody that know how to travel and all that. And I ain't about to go over there with some, with some rascal that's young and ego. And, and, I, and I'm like, no, man. Like, so that was a lot of love. Oh, it sucks, man. It's been in the comments. They want to know. People want to know. We're talking about being out in the country, Pat. We went to the country once time. We went to Rio. And if you watch that last podcast, Deion Grant told the story about how Pat was scared to go in the favelas. He was scared. We went in Rancino, Tell us the story. Tell us the real story that people want to know. Well, first, I, I would say um, it started with um, when, when they talked about going over to see those, uh, see those, uh, see the, we call it the hood, let, the hood, 
Well, now, um, uh, we're going to go around and check it out. And the first thing that popped in my head was that, that, that scene from Friday when it was like, why you gotta come over here and mess with these good people anyway? <laughs> they over here mind that they were mind their business doing that thing, but you want to go in there and just want to see and be nosy and find out what's going on so you can say, Hey, I've been to the slums. Like, I'm like, nah, I, I really don't care to be, I, I don't need to appease nobody to tell me, Hey, look how gangster I am because I went up in here. And lo and behold, man, we get up in there and they say, Hey, y'all know what that road look like, man. That little small road with them. We, the road with it, man. The road that road was smaller than country roads, like smaller than rural back area roads that I grew up in. I'm like, and we about to go up in here. How we gonna get out, man? Something happened. How? And I'm like, have y'all? Not, I'm all this stuff going through my head. I'm like, have y'all never seen the movies, man? We gonna get up in here and not be able to get down. Then y'all said we gotta get on the back of these motorcycles. I mean, these little, these little tricycles. They look like tricycles. These way bigger than everybody. <laughs> And we going and now and, and we going up, we going up this we going up this little small path with truck widening almost the road and we having to skin one time man I swear y'all we bumped into one and I swear I to, I told myself I am like, not putting my feet down I I, I grabbed the dude I grabbed a dude tough I did I was like if we fall you fall I'm not putting my ankle down and next thing you know I done broke my ankle and all that stuff so anyway man we get up the hill get up there and it was nice we get up there and I'm like wow this is yeah, this is like the movies, man. I'm looking, I'm, I'm pitching as, as if I done watched the movies a hundred times and seen when they jumping over the, the slums or whatnot. And I'm we up there, so I'm all excited. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give me a little video, you know, going back down and whatnot to show the like, well, I actually did come up in here, man. We going down, y'all done, y'all done went down a little bit for me, so I'm trying to, you know, I'm making sure I'm, 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 I'm conscious of, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of like, hey, you can't um, video record nobody or whatnot, so I think I'm good. I'm just all like this right here, not realizing that. By the time we got to the level spot, that the camera would actually be right there on the guy with the, with that rifle. And man, I swear you not when he saw that, I just never forget. I remember I couldn't see nothing because right in front of me, all of a sudden I just heard somebody say, "No, no, no, no!" And I was like, I was like, I dropped it down. I put it down. I saw it was him. And I was like, he's like, "No, no, 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 no!" I was like, "Oh, shut!" And I dropped. I tried to cut it off. I was like, "No, no, look, look, it's off." I was trying to show him it was off. I feel like I was in a movie. I feel like I was in a movie, man. You know, in a scary movie where they drop the keys, they're trying to get in the car, and get, I'm about to do it, they drop the keys. I'm, I used to ask myself, man, why they always got to drop the key and drop the, why they always got to do that? And I did the same thing. I didn't drop my phone. I didn't, I didn't drop the little recording thing. If it wasn't for the other guy, the other guy said, the other guy said, oh, no, 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 no. He's a tourist. So now he's a tourist or something like how you're speaking. So he's like, he's a tourist. He's not, he not, you know, and I was like, no, no, man, no, it ain't nothing like that. Look, look, I'll try to show. Look, 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 you can look, man, look, you can see. <laughs> and so, no, nah, but he, he was like, he was like, no, 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 I do, 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 and you will fall, you know. And that was that about the extent of it or whatnot. I mean, yeah, it sounds a little extra, but Dion, Dion have a way of really telling some amazing stories. So he made it sound. He had. A, he had. A, he made it sound like he made it sound like the guy already had to you know, clap back the clap back the clip, and it was just a matter of seconds before he just went. And by the way, y'all, my sister heard that story, right? I told her this a long time ago. She she heard it that when y'all was doing the, uh, when I posted it or whatnot, she gonna hit me up right away crying and talking about, Patrick, what you doing? I'm like, see, just ask. Like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't even like that. Like, it wasn't, I wasn't gonna die. Like, and I was like, and besides, if that's how if that's how I was gonna go out, then hey, they would have an amazing story to tell. So. You, made, you made it back. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. we all say you've had a great time. <laughs> Here's the question: DG asked this: Are you still cool with him? Do you have any animosity about about him making us go up there? No, man, not at all. I like I said, if I could do that all over again, man, I would go back with you guys again and enjoy that trip. And um, man, just just being able to hang out with the fellas, uh, hang out with you guys, man, um, it was just 
another part of this life experience or whatnot. And I, I, I appreciate you guys having me with you. So, Hey, bro, you talked about when we got up on that mountain and you pulled that camera out and you were saying I was looking at the beautiful views of all the mountains and everything. So my question to you is, looking at that mountain, because I saw some of the same scenery you saw, if you had the opportunity to put up, put up your Mount Rushmore of the greatest linebackers that influenced you or some of the guys who you thought were the best, mm. what would that Mount, that Mount Rushmore look like? Or who would it be? Oh, man, Spider, you're going to do that one to me, man. <laughs> I try to keep it fast and simple. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm a fan of those who just go out and they, you just watch it on film, they give it everything they got, like every play. They ain't no half doing it and half going at it. And um, speaking of I me, mean, linebackers, I was keeping it in the middle linebackers, I would say, uh, obviously, Coach Singletary. That's, I mean, being my coach is one thing, but just watching him play the game, um, phenomenal uh, how he went after it. Obviously, Ray is another one, just his passion and tenacity to play the game the way in which he, how he did. Um, Erlacher, I was a big Erlacher fan. Cause I like, I just loved how he floated. Over, I feel like he was just, in that 4-3, how they played, he floated in the middle or whatnot and can make play after play. Um, London Fletcher, I, I mean, I see, man, I, I have this thing to where when you have, like, just pick a few, it, it's always hard. I always say, like, man, just put a dot there and just say anybody that has ever, like, Lace it up and went out there and cracked some heads. Like they they should be on that Mount uh, Mount Rushmore or whatnot. Now there might be levels to it, but they should be on that mountain as well. So yeah, um, like a Ray. Uh, I didn't get to watch uh, uh, great uh, Dick Buckets that much or whatnot, but um, I saw some highlights. I grew up and I was in college. I, I would always watch uh, on my day off that Sunday. I'd always watch NFL uh, greatest games. Like I, that, that's how I grew. That's how I came in, in to the NFL watching that. You know, thinking like, man, this is how you got to play. This is how you got to hit. This is how you got to go after it. So, I mean, I just got love for the for the for the position itself. And uh, of course, Spike Dog, man, you know you up there with love too, man. So, oh, <laughs> much love, much love. Yeah, hey, hey, man, I saw you. Hey, Spike, I, 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 I was a fan of you, man. Before, I was a fan of you before you even signed. I've been playing with you on the video game, thinking like, why did that? Why did that have the outside linebacker like? He too fast. I will put you in my. I'll put you in my middle linebacker. So, cause you had speed or whatnot. So, um, that's when I was younger, man, playing playing Madden. So I just wanted to let you know that. Before, I think I told you that before. Before, I, before we had played together, I never forget looking over and being like, I used to play with this cat on the video games, man. Like I used to, I used to look at, I used to look at attributes and be like, man, I don't want him being. I think he should be in the middle. Like I, I can't. I don't know where you play outside backer at when I was playing with you on the game, but I just knew I feel like you should have been in the middle. So. Well, you, That's you why did, I put you at. You did it, and I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we let you go, it's always important to state what you're doing. A lot of people want to know what you're doing. Give them more insight. We already pinned it up on the Coach Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Coach Two is a uh, it's a platform that really it's a coach and coach platform that allow coaches to be able to share information, uh, put up content uh, for other coaches to be able to go on and check out that have that's looking for something new or maybe just looking to grow more on what they already know or even just share what they know and this platform allows them to be able to do that and during this time it's been uh, phenomenal so everybody go there and check out coach two coach two.com and um yeah i hope you like what you see on there like i said it's a lot of content from different sports um uh, some are athletes uh, you know sharing knowledge on there 
And then a lot of it is really big for coaches right now. So yeah, you guys go check it out. Sure, sure, man. We appreciate you joining us behind the mask conversations, brother. All the best to you and your family. Make sure you stay safe out here. I know you're doing exactly that. I can tell by the. No, by the no, no. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And um, whenever you come back to the A, you know you got to step in in the studio with us too. No, no doubt, man. No doubt. It's always love uh, when I'm there and I uh, miss you guys. And uh, yeah, just big shout out to just all the fans, um, just all everybody who show love throughout the years, who still show love. Uh, big ups to my hometown, um, Brewston, um, uh, Carroll County, uh, uh, Ole Miss, and just the 49 and Faithful, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, and uh, yeah, y'all be blessed. Hey, man. We really appreciate that, dog. So, no, no, man. <laughs> hey, you, you enjoy the rest of the day off, my dog. And when hey, you come hey, back, you gotta get you in the studio. Hey, for sure, for sure, man. Thank y'all for having me. Um, much appreciated. Gotta get you on that grill too. <laughs> oh man, hey, hey, I, I'm a like, no. I, when I'm there, when I'm there, I like when Spike either Spike dog or I like when Spike dog grill or when he have his guys come over and grill. Like sure. that, that, that always works for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, really catch up on some good stuff. Hey, hey, right, right. Hey, Spike. Hey, man. Hey, we. I can't believe. Hey, I know we out of time, man. But one of the best times I ever had though, in, in the A's when we went and done that striper fishing. Remember that? Oh, caught all those striper fishing and came back and had that big old fish, fish yeah. bro, and all the people came. Ooh, so much Shout fun. Out to DL, DL Warfield, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, great time, great time. Yeah, bro. So, um, but yeah, man, what's shucks, man? You guys have a good one, and I uh, appreciate it. All right, fam. Appreciate you. Hold it down. Much love. Yes, sir. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Behind the Mask podcast. Indulge, share, and subscribe to quality content. And we're everywhere. We're on YouTube. Make sure you scroll to the bottom. Click that little bell for notifications. We're on Google Play. We're on Spotify. And we're on Apple Music. Even on social media, we're going to make it easy for you. Follow at the BTM Podcast, for your weekly fixings. And remember, there's only one rule. There are no rules. Let's Let's go go behind the mask. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.